This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today is Friday, November 4th, 2022, and Trump launches his 2024 campaign. We even have a launch date. Multiple news outlets breaking it, baby. We'll tell you what we know because we are very close to Donald Trump and we're going to be very close to Donald Trump this weekend. More details on that in just a second. Elon Musk mask Twitter layoffs begin. Elon Musk's mass Twitter layoffs are here. 50% of Twitter getting fired. Don Lemon's new show bombs. And ladies and gentlemen, we know that you are the bomb and we will read your comments on this show live. So my name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. Just a reminder, if you haven't gotten enough free speech from Twitter Lately, you can join us on Parlor for our exclusive Parlor show, The Left Can't Meme. Our show this week is AOC and Elon Musk and their hot, steamy, unrequited love for each other. They're up in each other's DMs. They're talking about each other naked. We're not joking about that. We're, we'll lead our show off with it, and we will show you the spicy memes, and you will love them. There's an Austin, Power, Austin Powers one that is so good. So good. We started the show off last night with it. It's amazing. Maybe we'll play it at the end of this show. Please check us out on Parlor for the Left Camp Meme, our exclusive Parlor show. Let's go. Elon Musk has begun his mass layoffs. See you later. Go woke, go broke. Sayonara. The salt, the delicious, beautiful salt flow in San Francisco is taking over the, 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 the streets. The streams of salt that flows from the building. If you hear about people in rubber dinghies going to work, traversing the new rivers of San Francisco into the bay because the salt is flowing, that is why we are here. We are here to cover the delicious firing of half of Twitter's staff, according to the leaked email, the leaked email last night, dun, 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 Elon Musk, the man of doom. You're about to be fired by an African-American, baby. Elon Musk here telling everyone that these uh, Twitter employees employment, well, they don't matter. Yeah, the reason why they don't matter is because the company doesn't make any money. And also because the company was a Marxist cesspool that was a censorship tool for the deep state and not actually a social media company. You, of course, all knew this. Now, here are the details. Tell you what, man, it makes us love Elon. What a just total savage here. Elon Musk sent out an email last night saying, nobody is allowed to come into the office tomorrow. We're going to lock the offices. We're going to close the doors. You're not going to have access to your chai matcha tea locations. You're not going to have access to your red wine on tap or your yogi rooms or any of the other adult children nonsense that you had in this office. And instead, you'll be getting an email uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time letting you know if you still have employment at this company. Absolute dark lord, okay? So here we go. Some breaking news here. Elon just tweeted, my team is telling me, Elon just tweeted seconds ago that there is some type of like massive uh, pirate ship operation going on inside of Twitter. This is a wild breaking story. Twitter has a massive drop in revenue due to the activist groups pressuring advertisers, even though nothing has changed with content moderation. We did everything to appease the activists. This is extremely messed up. They are trying to destroy free speech in America, and they are going to get destroyed back. Elon Musk's mass firings at Twitter have begun. The company is warning staff to brace for the firings. The company said in a memo on Thursday that all employees will receive an email and that they will be notified whether they're still working at Twitter. The offices are locked. Do not come into the office. If you are on your way to the office, return home, the memo said. <laughs> the, dark, the dark days of Elon Musk beginning here. People have already started to tweet that they are fired. 
So we can see this here. There is a uh, uh, multiple members of the Twitter staff here. This guy's named Kevin Dolezal. Uh, we needed, uh, we uh, weren't able to see this tweet because Kevin had blocked us. Isn't that great? A Twitter user blocking. What? I mean, guys, we're on our way to a million. You're not, you're not able to stop. You can't stop what's coming. We're on our way to a million followers on Twitter. Get ready, baby. Million, million, million. We're going to have three millions across three different social platforms. Kevin blocked us, though. He doesn't want to see our tweets, even though he works at Twitter. I'll miss this place. I'm so proud of what we've built. So much gratitude for everything that's happened over the past nine years. Karl Marx said the same thing at the end of the Communist Manifesto. Even more firings. Here we go. They're starting. It's here, baby. Here we go. The starting, the uh, the 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 bloodletting has begun. The, the Marxist, the Marxist letting has begun. Straight to Guantanamo Bay, baby. Looks like I'm unemployed, y'all. Just got remotely logged out of my workstation over Slack. One team forever. Loved you so much. So sad it had to end this way. Well, it didn't have to end this way, Simon. You could have been functioning as a social platform that, one, made money, and two, didn't censor Americans' lawful speech. Hey, the same thing just happened to me, says Ananda. Nada. Nanda. Hey, same thing just happened to me. Sending you a hug. We can get through this. You can get through what? This is what happened. By the way, like the economy is... Because of what you guys did at Twitter, blocking the Hunter Biden laptop story, now you have dementia grandpa in there uh, crapping all over the economy and then asking for his depends to be changed, ding-a-ling-a-ling, ringing his little bell for the night nurse at 5 p.m. because he had his applesauce warmed up a little too hot, a little too much, a uh, little too much cinnamon put on the applesauce there for Dementia Grandpa in the White House. It's you people who got him elected. You people censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. The data proves that if people knew about how corrupt the Bidens were, they probably would have voted differently, and according to the Media Research Center, would have been enough to swing the election for Donald Trump. But here's what you get. This is what you get, baby. Elon Musk up in our mentions, by the way. We are saying that uh, Elon Musk and AOC are uh, in love. And here is an article from the New York Post mentioning our uh, response from Elon. This is our second this week. So the CEO of Twitter, who is the based god, is now listening to us. Elon Musk jokes that Twitter's glitch was a naked abuse of power. <laughs> Look at this photo of Elon. Can we scroll? <laughs> That was what Elon wore for Halloween this year. The Dark Lord cometh. My evil plan. <laughs> he bought Twitter for $44 billion. It's a private company, baby. He can do what he wants. So Elon Musk replied to us, all right? We tweeted out that AOC is obsessed with Elon Musk and is in love with him. Do we have this, uh, do we have this, this video? So this is the video that we tweeted Let's play the video so people have context. AOC sitting there. Um, I, you know, I hope that you guys don't, um, I hope you guys don't, I hope this isn't your thing, but I'm not sure what kind of like uh, weird fetishy OnlyFans thing that AOC does here with her chicken. We don't know why she does this. She's like slowly, like, like, sl like eating the chicken, like an, like an otter eats a clam sitting on a rock. <laughs> And, and she's like eating that during the video. We don't know why. It's so it's so weird. We would ne never do that. Occasionally, you'll watch me have a sip of my coffee here. It's just a black coffee, okay? Maxwell House. Occasionally, you'll have watch me have a sip of my coffee. I would never eat on camera. This is a sickening thing to do. This is a, this is a grotesque thing to do. But here's AOC eating on camera, talking about uh, her sweet, sweet love of the richest African-American in the world. Is that a community event? in the Bronx and Co-op City. And when I get home, I see a text from my team saying, hey, let me know if you need any help with this Elon stuff. And I was like, what? So I pull up my Twitter app and it's like gone. Like when you pull up your mentions and stuff like that, it's just like literally like a blank screen, totally gone. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. So it turns out, we got under a certain little billionaire skin. Ladies and gentlemen, AOC was responded to, that clip of AOC was responded to by Elon Musk. That's two Elon Musk responses this week. Elon Musk saying, what can I say? It was a naked abuse of power. <laughs> We're
We're very proud of our growing company here at The Benny Show. We're very proud of our growing audience. And for that, we have you to thank the listener. But we wouldn't be able to do this show without the technology that backs the show up. And the most important piece of technology is our cell phones. It keeps a news show like ours up and online. It keeps our team of 15 people connected in and out during this crazy news era and certainly during our live broadcast. And so that is why we trust Pure Talk to keep us connected and to keep us in the black as a company because Pure Talk allows us to run a smooth operation, a connected operation, and a quick operation at The Benny Show. There's literally no reason to pay for AT&T or T-Mobile or Verizon, 80 bucks a month. Switch to Pure Talk for half the price. Blazing fast data at 30 bucks a month. We use it at The Benny Show and you should too. Pure Talk wants to keep the customer happy and Pure Talk loves America. It's a company that's founded by a U.S. veteran and they create jobs here in America. It's a company that supports me and my values. I invite you to switch to Pure Talk just like our company did. It'll take you as little as 10 minutes. Show corporate America that you're done funding leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code code Benny to make the switch to Pure Talk. So the joke here is that AOC's in love with Elon and Elon Musk makes a naked joke responding to us on Twitter. It's so great. Oh man, it's so great. Let's see, this is what AOC was griping about. She says her notifications, isn't that an amazing outfit? She says her notifications, there it is. Her notifications were off. So the problem here is that AOC was in the wrong tab. Problem here was, I thought she was supposed to be some young, hit millennial. You're supposed to be a Marxist. Hey, hey, you're supposed to be a Marxist. You're supposed to, you're supposed to be a Marxist. You're, you're using Twitter wrong, you moron. You're clicking on the verified tab, and sometimes you just need to restart the app. That's just all that's happening. Sometimes our Twitter gets overheated when we get a big mention, and uh, you need to update our app, says ALX, who's telling us right now. We will let you know when you can follow ALX on Twitter. Bring back and free ALX, please. So, uh, you know, AOC, we got like, maybe you just need to restart your phone. Maybe you just need to restart your app. Maybe, just maybe, you should uh, take some good advice and listen to us, okay? Maybe you should listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I love that clip. We're going to do that with Rhett. We're always going to do that uh, on the show. We're going to do the Lithy, Lithy, Lithy from AOC. All right, let's move along here. What else happened? Well, Elon Musk this week uh, said he, I, I took umbrage with a dude who calls all America first people Nazis. This was the uh, Twitter mo moderation dude. And I gave this thread earlier this week, defending us, defending our movement and saying that you can't have a guy that thinks that 100 million Americans are Nazis in charge of Twitter and their content moderation. And Elon Musk responded to me saying, yo, uh, that's actually correct. And we are going to be putting real rock solid, rock ribbed conservatives and Trump supporters on the Twitter moderation uh, board. So that's a good thing. Here's Elon Musk's response to our tweet earlier in the week. So this is us. This is our movement. This is our audience out here fighting for good and saving this country. Thank you for being part of this audience. Thank you for supporting us. If you wish to support us and continue this wonderful work that we are all doing here, please subscribe to the show. It's free. Subscribe to the show. Like the content. Subscribe to the podcast. That is the number one thing you can do to help us out. 100% free. Joe Biden's wrecked everyone's retirement. I'm not asked. I will never ask you for money. I will never, ever do that. I will only ever ask you to support us by building a movement. That's it. That's it. Boom. Subscribe to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, if you subscribe to the podcast, you would have already heard this clip a few times this week. But here we are. We can't play it enough. This is what Elon Musk thinks of Joe Biden. And I just this you want to know why they hate him. You want to know why they're coming after him. This is why they, you're not allowed to have these opinions. Uh, if you are a very powerful person, this is what Elon Musk, the unvarnished Elon Musk, thinks of President Dementia. But it's not as if Biden has flipped the script and said, OK, we're going to go all. 180 degrees in the other direction. He's kind of kept it the same. 
which has been really surprising, actually. Man, it's hard to tell what Biden's doing, if you're totally frank. Um, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it's the, 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 the real president is whoever controls the teleprompter, you know? It's like it's like the, the the path to power is the path to the teleprompter, you know, like what because what, that then he just reads the teleprompter. So you know, I, I do feel like like if, if somebody would accidentally lean on the lean on the teleprompter, it's going to be like Anchorman. It's going to be like QQQ ASDF one two three, you know, type of thing. Um. I mean, in fairness to Biden, he he hasn't been napping as much as he needs to, but <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's hard to say job. I mean, things getting done you know i mean this administration just just it doesn't seem to get a lot (laughs) it doesn't seem to get a lot done is how he finishes that comment and he's right who does elon musk respect who would elon musk support for president well he actually said this about donald trump two years back three years back before he bought twitter he said that trump is a madman a beast and a champion in the arena a fighter listen there's a war zone if somebody's going to jump in the war zone, it's like, okay, you're in the arena. Let's go. Okay. Who does that sound like? I don't know. Who does it sound like? It sounds like a guy who lives at the White House. Oh, that guy. Yeah, sure. He's very good at Twitter. <laughs> I know. I think the president is amazingly good at Twitter. Will Donald Trump be coming back to Twitter? Will Donald Trump be coming back to the White House? Will Donald Trump? be returning as your president. We have breaking news on that front, baby, and it is glorious. The answer is, yes, Donald Trump will be returning, baby. Donald Trump, according to news this morning, has already picked an announcement date for his return to the White House. This was reported from multiple outlets that the date of November 14th, set your calendars, will be the date that Donald Trump announces his return. We'll tell you exactly what we know from inside of the Trump team and give you a very special announcement in just a moment, but let's first play the news. Following breaking news this hour, sources telling Newsmax that former President Donald Trump is making plans to announce a 2024 presidential campaign on November 14th. This according to several sources right now within his inner circle. Trump and his advisors have been hinting at a 2024 run over the last several weeks. Trump himself has given out a few teasers on it as well. In Iowa last night, he said he will, quote, very, very, very probably run in 2024. Um, You know, Sean, and there was so much discussion about if he were to run, would he wait until after the midterms? It looks like from these sources, that's the case. Yeah. Again, these are Newsmax sources to be very clear uh, on this, that November 14th, Trump will announce that presidential run for 2024. Y'all kind of knew it, right? Y'all kind of knew it. And Shirley Brinson says, yeah, about time on Facebook. She's right. She's right. Donald Trump last night. I'm definitely probably uh, certainly going to do it again. Here's what he said in Iowa. I ran twice and did much better the second time than I did the first. Getting millions more votes in 2020 than I got in 2016. And likewise getting more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far. And now, in order to make our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again, okay? Very, very, very probably. Very, very, very probably. Ah, that's nice. Well, get ready. That's all I'm telling you very soon. Get ready. Get ready. Get 
get ready. It wasn't the only time that Donald Trump teased last night. This is from an event last night in Sioux City, Iowa. That's my home state. Uh, the people of Iowa, of course, love Donald Trump. Iowa used to be a purple state. Remember that? When Iowa would vote like for Democrats and things like that. I and, mean, you know, oh, you know, they like the farmers and the old JFK style Democrats. Hell no. Now Donald Trump wins that state by double digits. Donald Trump winning Iowa by, I think, like 10 points. It is now a just hard red state. No, like Democrats don't even try there. And Donald Trump made sure of it last night. Trump further teased his run saying we need to start talking about greatness again. Welcome to the all important election month of November. Ladies and gentlemen, what do people care about? in this month. Well, polling shows that seven out of 10 Americans think that inflation is the number one issue in America right now, and they are correct. Politicians are always talking about kitchen table issues. Well, what's on your kitchen table? Groceries. How's your grocery bill doing? How about the gas to get those groceries? How's your gas prices where you live? Inflation is rampant and it's insane. It's only caused by one thing, the communists in Washington, DC spending too much money. That is why my family hedges against the withering effects of inflation on our savings by investing in gold. We invest in gold with our dear friends at Birch Gold. They have helped us protect our savings from 40-year high inflation. Text Benny to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do this by the end of the month, by Black Friday, you'll get a free gold bar with each purchase. Man, it's nice to open up my security deposit box and see those gold bars glistening. See something that Joe Biden cannot destroy. Ladies and gentlemen, I went gold and I'll never go back. Go gold today. Invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898. Two years ago, we were a great nation and we will soon be a great nation again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. We will stand up to the radical left Democrats and the dangerous and unpatriotic rhinos, and we will fight for America like no one has ever, ever, ever fought before. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never, ever back down. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we are on together has only just begun. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Oh my, Donald Trump is doing that thing where he plays the music over top of his commentary and then he gives this sort of like inspirational speech. Donald Trump is somebody who I have had a long history with. I was at one of Donald Trump's first rallies in Iowa when he flew his plane in and he flew in his, you know, now what is his old plane? And by the way, thank you, Mike, for the comment. Go Benny, uh, MAGA 2024 or before. Mike, I got something special for you right here. This is a big announcement. Uh, my first Donald Trump meeting was in Iowa in Dubuque, in Davenport, and wait, sorry, uh, one of the river cities. And Donald Trump flew his plane into the Air Force One theme song. You know, the Harrison Ford movie, Get Off My Plane. He kicks the guy. Donald Trump flew his plane in. And he lands and we got to, you know, I got to interview him since then. I've interviewed him a couple times, uh, but not for a while. That changes this weekend. We will be traveling with Donald Trump and we will be interviewing Donald Trump. And you, the Benny Show audience, will get that exclusive interview with Donald Trump the day before the midterm elections. It will be the most important time to talk with Trump. It'll be the most valuable time because it is a civilization saving moment. And uh, we are very honored as a show. We are doing this as the Benny Show. You, the audience, will get this footage exclusively along with some really dope behind the scenes access we will be on the plane 
it's gonna be so sick ladies and gentlemen we are very pumped about it we have been excited about this for quite a long time covering the tiktok of the news everything from the mar-a-lago raid to the brand new plane Here's what the report says, all right? Let's go into what the actual report says here. I believe this is the Reuters article, and then we have an Axios article. This is being reported by a ton of news, uh, a ton of news outlets this morning. Donald Trump is considering launching his third bid for the White House this month and is speed dialing confidants to hash out possible scenarios to benefit Republicans. I think that the month I, I think like a moth to the flame, Trump will run in 2024. One senior advisor told Reuters, speaking on the condition of anonymity, I think he wants to run and announcing before Thanksgiving gives him a great advantage. Uh, one source familiar told Trump's plans that he intends to announce his reelection shortly after Tuesday's elections and also been sounding out potential staff and joining the effort. Nonpartisan election forecasters and pollsters say it's highly likely that Republicans will win the majority in the House and in the Senate and we'll be able to block Joe Biden's legislative agenda and setting up a Donald Trump victory would be epic. Uh, Democrats' electoral hopes have been hammered by voters' concerns about inflation. Donald Trump could come back and make that beautiful. Again, make this country same. I mean, you, you, you like remember ancient history, like 2019, when the economy was the best it's ever been in your life, when there was unemployment at like 0%. When the American dollar was strong, the border was closed, everywhere was peaceful. Middle Eastern countries were like, yeah, we're going to make peace with Israel. It's going to be awesome. Everyone dance. I'm Muslim. You're a Jew. You're a Christian. Let's all dance together. Like, do you remember Pax Americana? Do you remember the glory days? Let's get back to that, man. Let's get back to that. Trump's inner circle, now reading from Axios. This is the Axios article. Trump's inner circle. This article names the date says that on November 14th will be the official announcement date, possibly followed by a multi-day series of political events, according to three sources familiar with the discussions. Trump and his top advisors have been signaling for weeks a 2024 announcement is imminent, and they have dis uh, discussions and reached a point with allies blocking off a few days on their calendars before uh, after the midterms, which is very smart. We didn't want him to announce before the midterms. We think that the focus should be on the midterm candidates. The reason why uh, is because the focus needs to be on these candidates. We've had Carrie Lake on our show this week, Tudor Dixon on our show. We've had Blake Masters on our show this week. A ton of candidates, uh, uh, Lee Zeldin and Don Bolduck. Everyone's been rolling through the Benny show. This is a powerful audience. Everyone's been rolling through this show to make their last minute pitch across the country. It's been incredible. We love this audience. We thank you. We'll see. I mean, we'll do our best to be at Trump's announcement when he announces he's running again. We'll do our best. We have a lot of friends inside of Trump world. Again, we are interviewing Trump. Uh, we're going to bring you that exclusive interview before the midterms. And of course, we'll ask about this along with a couple of other things. And uh, you, the audience, will be the ones who see and hear it first. We love you. We are the like this is the show. We are going to use this as the vector and the energy to move forward. The announcement date set for November 14th. We've texted a couple of our buddies in Trump's orbit and they say, yeah, yeah, this is not fake news. They're happy to tell us when it's fake news. This is not fake news. So uh, it's been been pretty exciting uh, the last twenty four hours. That is for sure. Especially as we as we firm up uh, the interview and as we firm up all of our plans, we will be in election night in Phoenix. Uh, we'll be speaking on stage with Carrie Lake. It'll be awesome. We're going to have a wild good time, and we're also going to be speaking uh, with Ron DeSantis uh, at an event on Saturday here in Clearwater. So if you're in Florida, roll through. Uh, this is how much fun Donald Trump is having on the road, by the way. Donald Trump plays these montages of Joe Biden failing and falling on his ass down the stairs. It's a, a, a like a thing of beauty. And this is our favorite clip from Donald Trump's recent barnstorming across the nation. Take it away. So we had just a little quick video made up. Would you like to see it? How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Let's get ready to bumble! I think it's a right 
for people that bad in health care. True international depression. Guys, I mean, go. Oh, I can't believe I said that. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Y'all ready for this? I was gonna put him in the uh, foot. Well, Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Wait, wait, wait. All men and women created him. By go, you know the you know the thing. If you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm on my dog here. Tucker, yeah. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that. Thank you for tolerance for listening to me. I appreciate it very much. What? So that is the closing arguments for Republicans. Okay, the closing arguments for the Republicans. Republicans are up in every single poll. Republicans are dominating, and it is it couldn't be a worse environment right now for the left. And by the way, they've done everything they can to artificially uh, uh, lower gas prices to wreck uh, the to wreck essentially the the appropriate numbers on inflation. Inflation should be in the double digits. They've done everything they can to try and artificially rig this thing. Saudi Arabia released a letter yesterday saying that Joe Biden committed a quid pro quo. Joe Biden demanding that they not stop oil production until after the midterms. Please, let's impeach these people. And so the closing arguments for Republicans has been devastating. Republicans are up in states like New York and in Oregon. In Arizona, they're cleaning house. They're up in Pennsylvania. Oz is up in Pennsylvania. Herschel Walker in Georgia and in Florida was just running the tables. So the closing argument for Republicans has been inspiration and has been uplifting. And Donald Trump is running again. And th- the machine seems to be functioning like an like a well-oiled machine for the first time in my lifetime. Donald Trump is clowning Joe Biden, packed audiences around the country. A lot of optimism, a lot of happiness, a lot of joy. What is the closing argument? for the left. Here you go. Yet now, extreme MAGA Republicans aim to question not only the legitimacy of past elections, but elections being held now and into the future. The extreme MAGA element of the Republican Party, which is a minority of that party, as I said earlier, but is this driving force. If you don't vote for me, then you're a confederate. Says uh, you're just a terrorist maga, maga, maga man. You're a bag, you're baga, you're bad baga, maga. This is Joe Biden's. Clo- this is the closing argument. Now we talked about yesterday how these people are delusional lunatics, thinking that they're somehow like Abraham Lincoln and they're fighting the Confederacy when they themselves are actually the Confederacy. If there's a party that's for the dehumanization of life, for the enslavement of the American people and the limiting of our freedoms and the treating the treating of the American people like chattel, it is the Democrat Party. This is the Democrat Party. It's your body, my choice. They've always been like that since the slavery days. This is the Democrat Party. They did found the KKK. They founded the KKK. Read the founding charter to attack black people, free blacks and Republicans. That was the purpose of the, ch- the KKK. And they carry they carry forth uh, that mantle to this very day. They will attack Republicans no matter what. I mean, quite literally, they are descending into this is the darkest possible realm. And so this is Joe Biden there saying like that he's fa- he's practicing Stalin's version of democracy, which is what Tucker talked about last night. Stalin's version of democracy is. Uh, fake democracy in order to only support one party and the ruling established class. That's the purpose. That's, you know, Saddam Hussein's version of democracy. Win 99.5% of the vote. It's not real. And if you don't vote the right way, you'll be punished. They're literally threatening you now. Tucker Carlson played this uh, Ron Klain clip. This is the chief of staff from the White House threatening you if you don't vote the right way in the midterms. Watch. So everything is on the line for them. They can't lose. 
And because they can't lose, they're now getting explicit about what if. Here's Ron Klain, Joe Biden's all-powerful chief of staff, issuing an explicit threat to anyone who might be thinking of voting the wrong way next Tuesday. The president decided a few days ago that it was important to uh, uh, issue one final warning on this issue to make very clear, to leave no doubt, uh, that we have people out there still peddling the big lie. People uh, uh, now raising the issue of election denial in this election. One final warning? One final warning? Really? Who do you think you're talking to, Ron Klain? Illiterate villagers? We're Americans. We are free people. You don't get to warn us of anything, much less for the last time. This is your final warning. Yeah, don't think so. You don't get to say that, Ron Klain. You don't get to say anything like that ever. Because this is a democracy, an American democracy, not a Soviet democracy. In our system, you don't get to issue orders to the rest of us on the eve of an election. No, you beg for our consent because our consent is the only legitimacy you have. This is our government. It's not yours. You are the servant. We are the boss. Act like it. God bless Tucker Carlson, man. It's moments like that. I used to work for Tucker, and it's moments like that make me so proud. He is the best of the best. He's the gold standard. And he is a man who puts in perfect clarity this moment. The reason why they are panicking right now is because without Democrats in power, everything that they have worked for to vertically integrate and to centrally organize your media, your speech, your social presence, the information that you consume, the policies in this country, everything falls to pieces. So if you want to stick it to them, if you want to show them who's the boss, that this is a consent of the governed country, then get out and vote. There's no better argument right now than the absolute demonic collapse of this cabal. You can strip them from power, and then we can set up guardrails to make sure they never get power again. And those guardrails will be free speech, secure elections, and will be an awake populace, man. Have you been noticing your friends are more awake? Have you been looking around? Have you been seeing people at the grocery store that are a little less concerned about the tabloid magazines, a little more concerned about the price of gas? This is a moment and we better reach it. And I think we are. It's going to be a wild week. And the revelations that are going to come out are going to be insane. We're going to get to some breaking news on the Paul Pelosi story here in just one moment. But I think that the majority of the American people are still in the dark about how criminal the Biden enterprise, the Biden crime family is. Last night, Chuck Grassley and Donald Trump shared the same stage in Iowa, Chuck Grassley being one of the people who are driving this Truth train directly through the cabal of the uh, the Bidens, the crime family. And Chuck Grassley promising that Hunter Biden will be investigated, dragged before Congress, and that if the evidence presents itself, man, these people are going to jail. Watch. I've got several things to say today, but the one thing that that I want to start out with so you can have confidence in me if I'm reelected, I'm not going to give up on trying to get political bias out of the FBI And I'm not going to give up on my investigation of Hunter Biden and other Bidens. Because we follow the facts and we follow the money where it leads us. And there's plenty of, there's plenty of money to follow if you've been following it. Hey, baby, buckle up. That's my home state senator. I used to intern for Chuck Grassley. And so, man, I got to know. I got to tell you something about Chuck. Uh, he is an old bull in the Senate. He's from a different era. Chuck Grassley is in his 80s. Chuck Grassley was elected in the 70s. So uh, normally I'd be against uh, that kind of uh, permanent political life. But man, is Chuck Grassley getting better like a fine wine as he gets older and not worse. Most of these guys... Uh, 
come into the Senate as a uh, marbled steak, a marbled porterhouse, and they they just get shoved into the meat grinder. They just leave as chum because people like Mitch McConnell and special interests just grind them down to nothing. They're they are uh, 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 worthless. Uh, by the time they get out of Washington, uh, Chuck Grassley's gotten better and he's an old bull and he doesn't move unless he knows he's onto something. And so Chuck Grassley is the one who's been driving this conversation about Hunter Biden. Expect a flurry, a blizzard of subpoenas, a blizzard of testimonies. We are in for a wild two years. Buckle up, baby. This is going to be crazy. And we're going to cover it with you every step of the way, including our show covering every important fact about Another strange crime in this country, moving from the Bidens to the Pelosi's, uh, there was a attack at the Pelosi household. Uh, However, based on revelations from this morning, this attack just keeps getting stranger. What is happening here? There was an update this morning, right before we hit the show, we weren't planning on doing another Paul Pelosi segment. There was an update from the criminal case against David DePepe. And this update says, in effect, That Paul Pelosi, there's a lot of mystery about who opened the door for the cops. The cops go to the house, they get a distress call, they go to the house, who opened the door? Paul Pelosi not only opened the door for the cops, but he didn't flee or declare an emergency. Paul Pelosi walked into the house and stood next to the attacker. Officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today. They initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. So, as we have always stated on the show, violence is wrong forever, and we want Paul Pelosi to get better. We're glad that he's released from the hospital. We hope that he recovers quickly. No, never, ever will you ever hear this platform promote anything other than peace and love for our fellow Americans. We want everyone to live happy, long, enjoyable lives, okay? However, this is insane. What's happening with this story? And let me set into stark relief what they are getting in front of here, which is a police body cam footage, which is what we have been calling for from the get. Release the footage. Transparency is the only way to cut through the bullshit. This is the way that you stop the incorrect ideas from popping up, but it is also a way that you are able to cut down on the rightful skepticism of official narratives. We have been skeptic from day one. It is our job and our duty to our audience to ask questions. We will fulfill that duty to you. We shall ask questions about this and present only the hard evidence as we know it. There were cameras all around the Pelosi household. They do have the footage. It came to light earlier this week that the Capitol Police were able to find the man breaking into Pelosi's house, but nobody was monitoring the feed at the time. Well, that's a little strange, isn't it? Strange. Skepticism is not only important, it is necessary to do this job. We will not, we will not on this show ever repeat the pablum narratives that have been fed to us by a corporate press and a corporate cabal that lie to us, that hate us. They hate you. They want you to believe that Jesse Smollett was attacked by MAGA people during a polar vortex, put a noose around his neck, cover him in bleach. They want you to believe that Nick Sandman is a vile racist. 
or that Kyle Rittenhouse, some type of like horrible murderer. All of those things are false. Donald Trump colluded with Russia, Hunter Biden's laptop, Russian disinformation. False, 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 false. Those are all official narratives. And remember, the Hunter Biden laptop narratives were endorsed by like 3,000 former intel agency chiefs. Scum. We will never just repeat blindly an official narrative here. We will only ever demand hard evidence. And that's what we demand here. Release the body cam footage. The reason they're putting the story out right now is because the body cam footage shows exactly this. We have no doubt that they have reviewed the police body cam footage, and this is all on camera. Why the hell is Paul Pelosi walking back into the house to stand next to his assailant? This makes no sense. Skepticism is never wrong, by the way. Skepticism, as Glenn Greenwald says, can never be wrong. Asking questions is necessary. So why the hell did Paul Pelosi not flee with the cops? Have you ever been attacked? Have you ever been in a stressful situation where the cops have shown up? I certainly have. I lived in a very bad neighborhood in Washington, D.C. We had to call the cops. We had to call the cops a lot. Lots of crime in my old neighborhood. And so I was never fleeing necessarily into their arms, but I certainly wasn't fleeing back to the criminals who were in my neighborhood. It makes no sense. Somebody answer this for us. Why is 82-year-old Paul Pelosi confused, uh, according to this report, and why is he wandering back into his house to stand? He let he fl- he left the cops and walked into his house. This, according to the uh, what is that? The Today Show and also the Daily Mail. So he left the cops and he walked back towards his attacker to stand next to him. What? Huh? The Today Show. Yeah. Okay. You listen, man. You just got answer. You got you got answers to give us. Now they. Uh, the 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 narrative here is becoming very uncomfortable for the ruling elite that wants you to just think that this is some type of maga attack it's not that is a that is a lie this will turn into the Jesse Smollett situation once more you remember for weeks on end they wanted they demanded nay they in state insisted they would cancel you if you didn't believe that Jesse Smollett was attacked by a bunch of maga guys polar vortex chicago didn't touch his $5 foot long, by the way. Didn't touch his Subway sandwich, but they dumped bleach on him, put a noose on him. You were required to believe that narrative and to parrot the same stupid, groveling appreciation of Jesse Smollett and all of his glorious work on Enterprise, because that's what that's what MAGA people watch. They go home at night and they watch Enterprise. That's what they, they, totally about, you know hip-hop music scene. That is with all the MAGA people I know. That's what they, they run home to watch sitcoms about hip-hop music. Got it. So you have a situation here where there's way more questions than there are answers. This is starting to turn into Jesse Smollett 2.0. I'm not saying that these are hoaxes. I'm simply saying there are questions that need answering, just like with Jesse Smollett. What is going on here? Somebody needs to tell us what's happening. And as always, These people are fraudulent. Joe Biden is telling you that a nudist, illegal immigrant, psychedelic drug abusing, BLM supporting, LGBTQ plus homeless man is somehow a MAGA supporter. Don't believe them. Don't believe them. These people are liars. Tell you what you should believe, though. This slew of polls. Here we go. Republicans take the lead in dark blue Miami Dade in early early voting. This has never happened. Latinos dumped Democrats in droves and pushed DeSantis towards emphatic victory over Biden in dire sign. In dire sign for Biden. Ron DeSantis is not running against Joe Biden. Tech, I mean, he's running metaphorically against Joe Biden and Joe Biden's policies. Republican voters are uh, you, looking at good signs in Florida as dark blue Miami Signs of high enthusiasm among GOP is a troubling indicator for Joe Biden's party. The number of registered Republicans voting early in Miami Davis surpassed Democrats on Wednesday. One day after Biden visited the area. (laughs) It's a good sign for Republicans. DeSantis is seeking a second term. The Miami voting numbers indicate that Hispanics are coming out in droves for Republicans. Nearly The county is nearly 72% Hispanic. Overall, Hispanics represent 12% of the state's voters. Republicans have been making heavy inroads since the 2008 elections. About 30% of Hispanic population in Florida is Cuban, and the group that that nationwide favors the GOP by 20 points. This is what happens when people flee communism and go to a free state. 
This is what they must do. Free communism and come to a free state in Florida, and you will have this population uh, swing hard right. And that's exactly what's happened. Of course, the people in Cuba, uh, utterly brutalized by the Castro regime. That continues on to this day. It is remarkable. It continues on to this day. It's such an old, diseased relic. I'm not for regime change, um, but we should just, I mean, we should absolutely, like, like there are economic ways to just completely um, uh, collapse that beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful island, and it's run by just malevolent, evil people. We did a documentary there, people starving in the streets, uh, people that don't, ha- don't have gas, um, a filth and garbage everywhere, kind of like LA, actually, just like kind of exactly like San Francisco. Don't let don't let the Castros run your country. Don't let the people in California run your country either. OK, let's look at the polls. Looks like there's some polls down in this article. Um, can we make the article big? Um, there you go. You have uh, massive polling there showing uh, with six days left to the midterms. Republicans are dominant here. Democrats are just going to get their asses handed to them. Uh, and Joe Biden, thank you very much. We have uh, deep appreciation uh, for you, sir. Uh, on this front. Meanwhile, here we have a absolutely endless supply of good news for Republicans, bad news for Democrats, exhausted, exhausted by the tide of shoplifting. Latino supermarket owners reveal that they will support Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin in New York is leading in some polls. This is insane. New York is a state that went like 40 points for Joe Biden. Uh, Here's Lee Zeldin just absolutely nuking human rat hybrid uh, Kathy Huckle on her uh, crime policies. And they're getting really small crowds. There were less than 200 people at the event with Jill Biden. Uh, There's just no energy over there. We've been out here focusing on the issues that matter most to New Yorkers, like rising crime. You just in your monologue referenced uh, Kiera outside of Buffalo when she was uh, uh, begging everybody, you cannot let my husband out. He is going to murder me. He got charged with a slew of domestic violence offenses. He got released on a Tuesday. The next day, Wednesday, a day later, He murders her in front of her three kids, and she was wearing a bulletproof vest. So when Kathy Hochul is saying that, you know, no responsibility, there's nothing to see here, I don't want to talk about it, what should be happening is that you're accepting responsibility. You talked about the jogger uh, today in the west side of Manhattan as another example, and that was just earlier this morning. People see the videos, the pictures, they see the news reports, they want leadership, they want action, solutions, zero tolerance, we're taking back our streets, this is how... But instead, what we're getting is that I don't understand why this is so important to you, Congressman Zeldin. Well, when she says that to me, she's saying that to everybody else. That's why we're doing as well as we are, because Democrats and independents are agreeing with us that we need to save this state. There's a story right now out of New York that a 25 time arrested man who has been released 25 times. On bail. And by the way, we live inside of a broken society. We are in a fallen place, a sunken place. This earth, sadly, is not utopia. We are in the sunken place by living on this planet. There are evil people on the world, uh, and there are mentally diseased and mentally ill people that should not be part of society. And they make choices to make sure that they are not part of society. They kill, they murder, they maim. There is a the, There was a 25-time arrested murderer uh, who was released on no cash bail in New York. He went on to rape and murder a woman last night. And now that person uh, will presumably not get bail again. Oh, great. So they give him just enough bail, they give him just enough times to go and to murder. And Kathy Hochul, human rat hybrid, has the uh, bloody cheek to go on TV and say that it's a conspiracy theory that there's any crime in New York. Governor, these are master manipulators. They have this conspiracy going all across America to try and convince people that in democratic states they're not as safe. Well, guess what? They're also not only election deniers, they're data deniers. The data shows that shootings and murders are down in our state by 15%, even in New York City, down 20% on Long Island where Lee Zeldin comes from. What I find amazing about that clip is that Lee Zeldin had a uh, mass shooting uh, attempt in front of his home. Lee Zeldin's house was shot up. My house has been shot up in Washington, D.C., not in Florida, 
they have laws here. And also people shoot back here. But in Washington, D.C., where only the criminals have guns, along with New York, you have a situation where the governor's candidate, the gubernatorial candidate for the state, is getting his house shot up while his kids are inside. And so here's Huckle bragging, unelected Huckle bragging about how there's no crime where Lee Zeldin lives. Hmm, a little strange that. Lee Zeldin absolutely bodied Kathy Hochul during the debates. It was glorious. Watch. Yeah, of course. And unfortunately, Kathy Hochul believes that the only crimes that are being committed are these crimes with guns. And you, you have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Go talk to the Asian American community and how it's impact them with the loss of lives. Jewish people targeted with raw, violent anti-Semitism on our streets. It just happened yet again. We need to be talking about all of these other crimes, but instead, Kathy Hochul's too busy patting herself on the back. Job well done. No, actually, right now, there should be a special session. The state legislature legislature should come back and they should overhaul cashless bail and these other pro-criminal laws with zero tolerance. But they're saying, elect me. She says, elect me. And then you'll find out where maybe I'll stand on this issue in January. <laughs> and Kathy, Kathy Hochul's response. <laughs> Does anybody have any cheese? Kathy Hochul is just a rancid woman, a rancid woman. And now, according to this article, uh, even the Democrat voting Latino grocery store owners are switching to Zeldin in the Bronx. You know, that's AOC's. Do you know that's this is AOC's district inside the Bronx? So inside of AOC's district, they are switching their votes to Republicans. OK, are you listening to that? Listen. All right, here we go. We don't normally post political signs because we don't want to offend any of our customers. But we are pleasantly surprised that Zeldin's promise to be tough on crime, says Khalido 55. He told The Post on Wednesday, since bail reform, there has been a tremendous uptick in shoplifting. Now people are getting aggressive when they feel like they have the right to commit these crimes. They feel more emboldened. And that is exactly what bail reform does, because when you give the criminals the power over the law-abiding citizens, which is exactly what this bail reform has done in New York. It's taking the law-abiding citizens and says, you have no power, it's criminals who have the power to commit crimes, and we will not punish them. You see this all the time with, of course, my two-year-old. There must be hard lines for people that are crazy. My two-year-old is two, she's crazy, and so there must be a penalty when she acts out. This is the result of being two. This is a result of being an insane person. And so some people, I know, this, I know this is a crazy, unpopular opinion, but some people deserve to be locked up forever so that they cannot hurt other people. That's the point of government is to stop someone from coming in and destroying your life by hurting you. Here's the article, ladies and gentlemen, of the 25 time released, 25 time released Man who murdered and raped a woman. When's the, what's the date of this article? November 3rd. November 3rd, updated on November 4th. Okay, there you go. Today. New Yorkers live in fear. New York GOP candidate Lee Zeldin slams Hochul for saying it's time to take the streets back after homeless man 25 times arrested. Wanted for with two others for sex attacks and busted with the rape of a jogger. This person was jogging. He raped her. It looks like he didn't. Um, looks like he didn't. Um, looks like he did not end up uh, uh, committing murder. Uh, perhaps I am conflating the issue with the uh, horrible tale out of Memphis. Do you remember that uh, that that lady that this exact same thing happened to her in Memphis? What country is this? What country is this? It's a country that's being run by a bunch of atheist goblins, by a bunch of darkened souled people. There was a same story. It's the exact same story. A woman that was jogging in Memphis, she ended up being abducted, raped, and then murdered by a man who was out on cashless bail, a career criminal. We need to change. We need to change. These people are dehumanizing. They are a cult of death. And they, you know, uh, they, they don't like you, in case you were wondering. On The View, of course, you're not. You, you probably don't watch it, but if you if you did and you are a woman, then uh, let it be known and your skin color happens to be a little lighter, then uh, they view you as a cockroach. That's what the view says. A view 
co-host, co-anchor, whatever they call him, co-cluck, clucking hen, uh, called White Women Cockroaches. Play the clip. I read a, a poll just yesterday that white Republican suburban women are now going to vote Republican. Why? It's almost like roaches voting for raid, right? It's, it's like that's they're that's voting, it's they're voting, against, voter. Wait, they're wait, voting no, against no. their own self-interest. Do they want to live in Gilead? Okay, do they so want to live in the hands of Do we love tail? democracy or not? Because just saying that it's it's insulting to the voter. People make up decisions on what's right for their family and the idea that well, the you should have a say women, for everyone else's vote. The fact that women are voting against you their own You had a different view on abortion not that long. Long ago, and you I have that, that view. But that issue is right. I but, have then why, that view. but then why is another woman but not I am very able to have a view? That white Republican suburban women but why are is voting. So-, so, dehumanization is where all evil comes from in society. Like when you dehumanize, there is one side that is somehow convinced that they are on the side of the angels when truly they are on the side of the demons. And the dehumanization is how you can tell. How do you tell which side is satanic? How do you tell which side is demonic? Well, you look at how they treat the most innocent and the most helpless in society. If you are in favor of slaughtering the unborn, if you are in favor of calling women who don't vote your way cockroaches or people who don't vote your way terrorists, if you are on the side of the KKK and the segregationist South and the slave owners, well, if that's your party, then you probably don't care much about human beings. And if human beings become inconvenient for you, you're going to do the same thing that Mao Zedong or Joseph Stalin did. This is how they operate. They, you must see it plainly, and it's going to be scary. And I'm not say, saying this of all Democrats. I'm saying this of their leaders. I'm saying this of the people who are in charge of the party. And this is how they view the world. They view you as the enemy. They don't view you as some a fellow American who they may disagree with ideologically. They, they, they view you as someone who is an enemy that needs to be taught a lesson. You can see that. We played it again and again and again, time and time again. The clips of what Antifa and BLM did to our nation, to your stores, to our streets, to our nation's capital. We were just in D.C. and we just saw like the burnt down edifice at the White House. A bill, they, they burnt the White House down. They tried to kill Donald Trump, and that's not called an insurrection. Yeah, that's truly the enemy. And it's not really a political party. It's an ideology of dehumanization. That's why, that's why Sonny Hosen will get away with this, sadly. Anyone else saying that, like likening another side to a, a, to a cockroach that's voting for raid, which is, ki- which is killing a cockroach, so it's a cockroach voting for its extermination, that's what she's saying there. Any other side using that kind of language, that kind of like adjacent language uh, to genocide, like would be kicked off. They'd be kicked off. They'd be absolutely booted. I mean, we're in danger on our show just playing the clip because it's such a venal clip. But this this is the tactics of people who are so atheistic and so broken, so soulless and so darkened in their hearts that they can't view a world without power. They have no Messiah. They have no Lord. They have no Savior. They think that they are the saviors of the earth, and so they view the world that way. Instead of viewing the government as like a broken entity that is simply made to protect our rights given to us by God, they view the government as the God. So the government is the God. And so it is a perverse, it is truly un-American, it is truly unenlightened, it is regressive, not progressive, uh, and these uh, you know, the, 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 the reason they behave in such monstrous ways and say monstrous things like that uh, is because the power structure is so filled uh, with these uh, the atheistic goblins that have no value for human life. You, can't, you, can't, you have to be a believer. You have to believe in a God uh, to have value in human life because then everything, everything else stems from that. Everything else, everything else progresses from that, that human life is valuable. And we certainly believe that on this show. There is one human life we won't be able to see on TV anymore. Never Trumper Shep Smith got canned yesterday. And Shep Smith, see you, buddy. Sorry, man. He used to be on Fox News. He used to be, you know, fine on Fox, I guess. I don't know. Never a huge fan. Moved over to CNBC to have some little screedy political show. Just 
bombed in the ratings, and Shep Smith will be going sayonara. Shepard Smith's CNBC show is canceled after two years of the network. CNBC confirmed that the news with Shep Smith will be axed in a memo released on Thursday, citing its effort to refocus on business news. Smith will leave CNBC later this month. Uh, also, Don Lemon's show on CNN tanking in its debut. They demoted Don Lemon, moved him uh, out of the primetime anchor slot and into a little flashy morning show. And uh, could you imagine like having to wake up and, and at 3 a.m. and go into work and sit next to the most unpopular man in all of television? Don Lemon is a total doofus. If you, uh, you know, he has been accused of being a predator in multiple court documents. Uh, also, uh, despite heavy promotion from the networks, CNN this morning's first show drew a mere 300,000 viewers. <laughs> oh, man, that's not good. Oftentimes, this show does better than that. Uh-oh, sorry, baby. And we don't have a bunch of co-hosts. We don't have a billion dollars worth of promo going on we're just we're just doing it live baby we're just waking up in the morning drinking our black coffee and doing it live don lemon's show gets worse ratings than this show holy smokes and our ratings aren't bad our ratings are amazing we like we we love our audience we like we love this we're growing don lemon is being destroyed and we are going we are going like this and wait till we get you that sweet Trump interview right before the midterms. Also, we'll be live on stage with Carrie Lake. We'll be live with Ron DeSantis this weekend. It'll be amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, CNN is collapsing. We are winning. Twitter peeps, tweeps are getting fired. The salt is flowing through the street and we are drinking it up in our delicious little coffee mugs here. No hemp in it yet, but whatever, you know, we are drinking the tears of the left. It is merely four days before we go and save Western civilization. Will you save it with us? Please do have the same priorities we have on this show. God, family, country. Make sure that you are aligning yourself with good people and consuming people, uh, the, the news that isn't lying to you. The reason why we put up so many assets and play so much, so many clips and show you the articles in the show is to show you we're not lying to you. We're not repeating narrative. We are checking our facts here. We are deeply, deeply proud to be providing this service to you because we believe this service will save the country. God, family, country, free men and free women who are going to stay that way because we fight. So get ready, baby. Get ready to assume victory. You have to bang. You bang on the shield. You get ready for the battle and then make sure you're prepared after the battle. Because when we win, and we shall, when we defeat this regime, and we will, then we have to be prepared for what comes next. We have to have the resolve to prosecute. We have to have the resolve to send those subpoenas to drag people before the Senate testimony before tribunals, that's what I think should happen for the people who uh, for the people who locked us down during COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, they want an amnesty. They ain't going to get it. Not on this program. Not on this show. We'll continue to fight for you. We've gotten a couple of responses from Elon Musk making Twitter a more free space. That's what we're planning on doing. We won't stop. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to win. So be uplifted. Be joyous, be happy, be thankful that you live in the greatest country on earth. And we will see you next week and all throughout the weekend. We're going to keep fighting. God bless you. My name is Benny Johnson. And this is The Benny Show.